Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Pete. And I'm full of turkey. My name's Diane. Ah, yes, excellent. Uh, it is a Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada. Mm-hmm. And actually, I thought I would make that our point of interest today. I got the, the story of Thanksgiving that I will share later on. So it'll be a fun-filled learning episode. Excellent. <laughs> it will probably also make you hungry. <laughs> Maybe. I'm still full of turkey from last night, so uh, I'm not exactly starving. Mm-hmm. I always take issue when people say that, too. I am starving, and I always think of all those poor kids in other countries. It's like, mm-hmm. do you really understand what starving means? No. No. Probably not. But before we get into Thanksgiving, let us uh-huh. do what we always do and just sort of recap our previous week. Any new stories, Diane? I'm trying to think. I am preparing. I'm going to teach my own full-fledged lecture next week on Thursday, or I guess this week, Thursday. Uh, So I've stood up in front of a class before and given a lecture, but it's been all prepared for me. I haven't really had to do too much thinking. It's been on obesity and type 2 diabetes. So it's a topic that I know well. Uh, However, this one, the course is Sex Differences in Physiology. So I'm doing a lecture on sex differences in fat metabolism. Uh, So I know the fat metabolism side, so I had to look up kind of what are the differences between men and women because I typically use all one uh, gender of rat, male rats. Wait, so is it difference? Yes. So um, one of the interesting ones is... Um, women actually like at rest and during exercise burn more fat compared to carbohydrate compared to men, Hmm. which is kind of interesting. I think it kind of makes sense because we technically have more body fat than males. So it would make sense that that would be our go-to substrate. Yeah. And you're, well, you're saying this is the case with the rats, but are you saying that? No, that's humans. That's that's humans. humans. Yes. That's humans. But now you're testing it with the rats? Gender? No, I'm just giving a lecture on it. Oh. I'm not doing any experiments. I'm just giving oh. a lecture on research that's already been out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do yeah. find that when you talk about gender differences, that seems to pique audiences' ears. There's something fascinating about woman versus man, man versus mm-hmm. woman, what, how we're so similar and how we're so different at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it'll be an interesting lecture. Um, And it's been an interesting experience to make it up, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. I have basically 50 minutes that I have to fill of time. Um, And you want to try and, uh, you know, not overwhelm them with stuff. Um, And following this experience, I received my usual... Uh, We have like a teaching center at York University and they send out a monthly newsletter. And they're like, hey, if anyone ever wants to submit like a blog post, something related to teaching, submit it. And I got expired. In, expired. Expired. <laughs> inspired. <laughs> it's very different. Yeah. Whoops. I got inspired to write about kind of making my first lecture and how I went in with this really excited attitude and I wanted to tell them everything. And then I was like, put the brakes on, Diane. You need to, you know, spend time so that they actually learn something and take something away from this lecture rather than be overwhelmed with a whole bunch of information. Uh, So I wrote a blog post about that and I sent it to them and was kind of like, hey, I don't know if this is what you're looking for, but 
I thought this would be an interesting topic. This is what's going on with me. And they wrote back. I'm never used to this in university culture, but they wrote back and they were so excited. Oh, yeah. This is fantastic. This is like such a great idea. We're so excited for you that you're getting this opportunity because you know, we only just started this course that you're taking like a couple of years ago. And now we're creating all these educational development people. But, but hold on a second. The yeah. people you submitted to, is that the university? Yeah, it's the university teaching center. And you're talking about how the university has helped you do a bunch of things, correct? No, only the teaching center. The teaching center. Let's get this straight. York University has not been easy to work with. No, exactly. <laughs> but the, I'm from what I'm understanding it is the way you're explaining it to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it mm-hmm. sounds like you're a baker going to baking school and you're telling the baking school blog that this baking school is really good and they're getting excited about that. And of course they would because you're telling them they're doing good things. Yes. Or am I getting that wrong? You're getting it correct, but I'm specifically talking about the teaching center at York University, not York University. What's the teaching center? So the teaching center is made up of people whose sole job is basically to encourage and develop good teaching practice at the university. Okay. Which I think is important. So, and I feel like they are almost working against a lot of what the university wants to do because the university is almost run like a business nowadays. They don't get a lot of funding from the government. So they have to bring in funding from tuition, which means they pack the classrooms full of people. They don't really care as much about how good your educational experience is as long as your butt is in your seat and you're paying tuition. Whereas we as teaching professionals want to change that mentality or at least give the students you know a better way of learning which means uh more support for teaching um more tas um the ratio teacher to student smaller classes smaller classes higher teaching things breaking things down more um we come in with a lot of different strategies for helping to encourage learning rather than just straightforward like lecture Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is the center that I'm referring to when I say you guys are teaching me good stuff and here's me applying that good stuff to a classroom. Yeah. Thanks. Yada, yada. Yeah. Great. So when's the lecture? Thursday. This Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you'll have some news. Yes. I will. Um, speaking of that man versus woman, woman versus man, mm-hmm. that's one of those like subjects I've always had on the back burner of my mind. It'd be really interesting on this podcast, but okay. I feel we need a group. For that. Probably. Rather than this, us beating each other up. <laughs> As one example of both, it'd be interesting to have like maybe four people on a panel for that. So we'll throw that way into the back burner if we can ever get a good group to come out. Um, we've only really had girl guests, so. We've maybe. only had one guest and she's female. Oh my goodness, female, you're right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I already thought we had a couple, but. Oh no, no, we had my parents too. Oh yes, okay. So we've had three guests in total. Still more females than males. Yeah. Yeah, so not a lot of man representation on this podcast, but whatever. Uh, Let's see, what's new with me? Um, Mm -hmm. I've been having a lot of free time. I've been loving it. I've been having a whole bunch of vacation days. Mm -hmm. Um, We're approaching the end of the year, and it's like you have to use up what you got. So I just was throwing my vacation days left, right, and center. Um, I remember picking a couple days off in October thinking, oh, there's no holidays in October. And, uh, yeah, there is. It's Thanksgiving mm-hmm. in Canada. So, um, in addition to this three-day weekend I just had, uh, last week I also had four days off. So, it's been, it's been pretty chill. I've been, I've been enjoying it, catching up on my backlog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
finally finished that Lego movie video game. My goodness. Nice. That took forever. Uh, we also watched this movie that I wanted to touch upon. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. It had to do with uh, sexual addiction, and it was still a romantic comedy. It's called Thank You for Sharing, I Thank think. Thank You for Sharing. Yeah. With Mark Ruffalo and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. And the guy from Shawshank Redemption, like Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. I really enjoyed that. That mm-hmm. that really stuck in my head because mm-hmm. it's uh, like these romantic comedies that try to do something a little bit more with it. I always appreciate that because that, that brings me into it. Like it's not just one of those typical, uh, I don't know, girl doesn't like this guy. This guy's a jerk. And then he ends up getting together at the end. Mm-hmm. Very boring. Um, this one had so many more complexities and it just sort of explored I guess the human condition and how we're all kind of flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, you're you're made to sort of humanize, I guess, someone who's dealing with a form of addiction, mm-hmm. um, but maybe they're not such a great person. And then the person they're dating seems like this Gwyneth Paltrow seems like a perfect woman, but she's not all there either. She's got her own weird problems. She's like a over perfectionist, uh, marathon runner, constantly moving eating weird stuff and it's like just this interesting clash of all these personalities all these ways that we can be very different and sort of uh made me think of those struggles that you wouldn't normally think someone might have dealing with a form of addiction it was really neat what'd you think i liked it i thought it was really good um i think i generally netflix put some good romantic comedies or alternative romantic comedies online because we were going through the list and like i've seen that one i've seen that one i've seen that one (laughs) i've seen that one (laughs) this one is a cool story because so and so i think you'd like that one we've seen that one together we watched this thank you for sharing together Mm -hmm. they've got they've got some good stuff on there yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, actually actually we did a episode all on romantic comedies too where we picked out our favorites and i believe least favorites so long ago i can hardly remember but, uh, yeah, check out our backlog sometime if you want to hear more about that. Mm-hmm. And every time we think that Netflix is, you know, lagging on bringing up new material or just kind of putting out these really weird Netflix series, uh, then we get kind of an influx of, you know, new Dragon's Den, these new romantic comedies coming in. Um, uh, some of the uh, Oscar winning movies are showing up now. So, yeah, yeah so it's been it's been good. Very good. Wow. Mm-hmm. The rom-com episode was episode 11, Woo. and we're on 31 right now, so that was already Crazy. 20 ago. Catching up on 50 pretty soon. We're going to do something special for that, I think. Um, but anyway, let's move on to our subject at hand, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Now, what was interesting is I actually found two different histories, because there's much like it's interesting that Canada and the United States have Thanksgiving in two different months. Mm-hmm. We actually have two different histories for what we think of traditionally for Thanksgiving. Oh, cool. Enlighten me. So the one that's most commonly known would be uh, more like the American Thanksgiving one. This is the one talking about in 1621, the Plymouth colonists and Wampanoag Indians, I guess the aboriginals, shared an autumn harvest feast that is acknowledged today as the first Thanksgiving celebration in the colonies. Heard okay. of that one? That sounds familiar to me, mm-hmm. uh, especially about Plymouth. Um, and it wasn't until 1863, in the midst of civil war, that President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed it a national Thanksgiving Day to be held each 
November. Okay. Now, us being Canadians,、mm-hmm. uh, we always like to do things our own way, or at the very least, in a way more akin to Europe. So, I found one in here. This is on a Canadian website. I guess it's called Kids World, of all things. <laughs> Kidsworld.com. We'll give a little、uh, plug for the、uh, resource here.、Um, but it says that the origins of Canadian Thanksgiving is more closely connected to the traditions of Europe. So, long before. Europeans settled in North America. Festivals of thanks and celebrations of harvest, like、mm-hmm. a harvest festival, took place in Europe during the month of October. Yes. So, what they did is the very first Thanksgiving celebration were those Europeans that、uh, went to Canada. So, they specifically talk about Martin Frobisher.、Mm-hmm. Frobisher says,、mm-hmm. uh, an explorer from England who went into Newfoundland in 1578. And、uh, wanted to give thanks for his arrival to the New World. Nice.、Um, and those pilgrims had a Thanksgiving in Canada. And then they had to put in a little point here. This is 43 years before the pilgrims landed in Plymouth, which is when the Americans had their first、gotcha. Thanksgiving date or whatever. Interesting. So technically, ours is older, an older tradition. Bam. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> But、uh, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting that we always have to do our own thing、mm-hmm. or also do the same thing, but slightly different. But slightly different. And there, there's a lot of examples that you can come up with with Canada versus America. And a lot of it is, you know, we have that European influence, we have a French Canadian influence.、Um, I feel like the Americans, a lot of their, a lot of the time they spent was. Removing themselves from England and distancing themselves, whereas、yeah. we were very well aligned with them and still are. So, yeah, yeah it's true. There are, yeah, there are, yeah, differences. It's also interesting their、um, uh, the culture from stemming from being so close to Mexico, too, where, where Spanish is becoming like their second language, where、mm-hmm. ours is French. And it's like,、mm-hmm. that's been going on for a while, but it's like, it's kind of interesting how. We have similar backgrounds from like settlers from Europe.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess there's maybe there's more Spanish settlers. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm about, enough about American history. I feel like in the South. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like it's just because of their location that they've seen you know, more immigration from those yeah, Mexico, Spanish areas into、yeah. the States. And that's kind of augmented their Spanish population. And- mm hmm. That is that. Maybe we should make that a subject sometime. Canada and America. Oh boy. Crazy differences. But anyway, let's get back on subject. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving.、Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fun story.、Um, you were actually just sharing it yesterday at your parents' family Thanksgiving,、mm-hmm. um, in which my mom had all of us together one time and was like, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, let's go around the table. And share something that we're thankful for.、Mm-hmm. To which our sister in law was、yeah. like, no.、Yeah. And then the conversation was over.、Uh-huh. Good story. It, it was pretty funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we don't do that at my family Thanksgiving. but We'd never done nice- it before either.、Mm-hmm. But ironically,、mm-hmm. I thought it would be kind of fun if we did something like that. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Just to, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, and I don't know, with our subject, let's maybe take、mm-hmm. a moment. I mean, it's so easy to 
uh, get caught in uh, daily negative vibes. And actually, that's what I've been feeling this week. As much as I've been having, you know, some great time off and all that, I was actually having a really hard time trying to come up with something for this. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I was actually, um, I was thinking about this yesterday when I was at church because the sermon or message was about how the people of Israel had just been saved by God. They've been rescued from Egypt and they were kind of starting to complain about things and things weren't going as quickly as they wanted to and they weren't getting settled. And they're like, where's this Moses guy anyway? Just disappeared for a little while up this hill. And they were getting frustrated and they wanted to kind of build an idol and build their own God again uh, kind of thing. And God's kind of hanging out there like, hi, I just, you know, rescued you. Why are you going and doing this? And uh, it just kind of made me think about you know, we're so privileged and we're so blessed. Yeah. And you forget that a lot of the time. And the first example that came to my mind is we've had lots of conversations about how we would love to buy property in Toronto. Right. And how out of reach that is for us. However, we are so blessed to live in the apartment that we live in where we back onto, we look at the cemetery. All we see is like green and trees. It's reasonable rent for us to pay together. Um, it's big enough for the both of us. It's like a really nice area. It's close to the subway. It's like, you know, we're really good in this area and like, we don't know where we're going to end up and we'll, we'll see what happens, but we've been here for like four years now Mm -hmm. and it's been really, I don't know. It feels like it's been really good to us. I mean, yeah, I know we have our issues, but yeah, but we're also living debt free, right? So Mm -hmm. there's another way to look at it and be thankful of that idea. Yeah. We don't have any property or assets that I guess you can sell, but it's not like we're holding on to something that we'll all take with us to, to the grave. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's what I was kind of thinking about. Like sometimes you just think, Oh, we're not going to be able to get that. Or maybe that won't happen. You kind of get kind of down, but we're already have so much. Yeah. I feel like, I I feel like in general, we are kind of happy with our lives though. And this mm-hmm. is why it was also kind of hard for me to think of thankful because it's like, right. it's not like, uh, something has magically happened that changed things. It's just like, we just kind of lead, lead a very simple life that, uh, <laughs> we don't have like a lot of expectations. So we're kind of easily coming by what, what we want. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're very happy without a car. We're very happy uh, with a small space, with a one-bedroom apartment. Um, I don't know. We don't buy expensive, I got incredible super things. I excited so. the other day because a blue jay came and landed on our balcony. It's like, Pete, there's a blue jay. So maybe we're just simpletons. I don't know. Um, I'm, I, I'm definitely thankful, though, because it, it does feel like there were... It, it's always good to have lots of years of struggle to sort of recognize what... Uh, you have gained. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am thankful for that. I'm thankful for the struggle and for uh, where we've come so far. Um, and that especially is uh, pointed directly at you, my dear, because my goodness, have I had some troubled, troubled relationships in the past that have probably scarred me for life. But it's wonderful to have such a wonderful partner. And that that's something I don't have to worry about anymore. It's like, oh, where is that one? Where's the person who's going to be with me in my life? And I'm very thankful to have uh, such a wonderful partner who's, you know, friendly, funny, 
and who does a podcast with me. That's kind of cool, right? <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, so that's number one on my list for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, similarly, I'm, I'm thankful for my job. It's pretty cool. Um, it's about as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about as stable as you can get in the business I'm in. The multimedia designers yes. are uh, jumping companies all the time. I've mm-hmm. been there already five years, which is a crazy thought to me. Um, I guess that's my longest running job now. Yeah, that beats yeah. that beats the other place where we met. Yeah, I was like three in a bit. Okay, I think. and even like Tim Hortons, I worked <laughs> as a kid, as a teenager. <laughs> I did three years, and then I had to leave. I was like, I don't okay. want this to be my legacy, and I don't want to stay mm-hmm. doing this forever. They even gave me a pin. I was like, Oh no, this is bad. <laughs> I need to go to school <laughs> and change things. So mm-hmm. it's good to recognize those things too. Yes, definitely. I'm certainly thankful that um, I've had some tougher days throughout my PhD, but I'm happy that I went through them. And I'm super thankful that I'm at a place now where it feels like I'm collaborating with my professor and with the people Mm. I'm working with rather than, I think before you almost feel like they're like little child and they're (laughs) trying to teach you and discipline you and we're going through all this like hard growing up stage and now suddenly it's the place where you're an adult. We can discuss together. And, and I'm just really thankful that this last little while that I'm going to be in the lab is it's going to be a positive experience because I wouldn't want to leave it mm-hmm. being super bitter. <laughs> yeah, no, and this is another good example where you've kind of experienced one end of the mm-hmm. spectrum which allows you to better uh, see what's good about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you started off your first lab. Um, you're still an undergraduate student, I guess, at that mm-hmm. time at Waterloo, and mm-hmm. it was a really good experience. Yep. You met basically a fantastic mentor there, mm-hmm. um, and then you moved on to do your master's at Guelph, and it was maybe a little too easygoing for you. Um, yeah. A lot of troubles finding the professor, and she had like no schedule for you. It was like, we'll meet on Monday. And it was a Tuesday, and then you met on Monday, and she didn't show up. And I was like, we'll meet next Monday. And this is like weeks and weeks go by with no work getting done. Yeah, it just didn't work very well with that kind of yeah. that kind of routine. Yeah. So I found a better routine. But it's good, because you mm-hmm. kind of saw the low to see the high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are pretty good things. I would say so. Anything else? Uh, I don't... Well... <laughs> I mean, I'm always thankful for, you know, being able to, I've had moments where Frisbee has been really stressful (laughs) at Mm -hmm. times this year. And then times where I'm sitting on the field and I'm playing competitive Frisbee and I'm, you know, almost a decade older than some of these girls and I'm keeping, like I'm competitive with them. And so it's just awesome that I'm getting that opportunity to keep playing some competitive ultimate in a friendly environment because sometimes you can play competitive alternate, but... That hasn't been fun for you. Yeah, but there's been some, you know, team captains or other players that, like, get really into it and aggressive and you're like, I just I just want to play, but, like, at a nice high level. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I guess, lastly, I want to throw in uh, my band. I like my band a lot. It's been really good. Um, the one I'm currently in and the one that uh, is supplying music to the beginning and ending of this podcast and everything in between. So fieldprocessor.com. 
uh, we've been, it's just a duo, me and my bro, and we're, we've got such a great opportunity to do things so creatively and in a natural and sort of scheduled way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's sort of a, it's a hobbyist and it's a sort of business at the same time. Um, we're definitely trying to share this as much with people. We've started to gather an interest in like online streams, which is great on Twitch. It's been wonderful. Uh, made a bunch of Australian fans the other week. It was <laughs> pretty cool. So uh, it's nice. I really like this balance. I've been in a, a band for many, many years, many different bands. And uh, the most most well-known would have been the 10-year stint with Yard Trip, where it was very professional, very... Uh, arduous, lots of work. I was thankful for that too, though. It was a wonderful experience, but it's kind of nice now in my older years to still have that professional band mentality, but in a very relaxed kind of way. But it's still scheduled. Mm -hmm. It's still every week, and I think I need that. I needed that uh, release. Yeah, it's a good outlet. That's It's a good stress reliever that doesn't involve... Smoking or drinking? <laughs> well, <laughs> those do come into play sometimes for sure. There's certainly yes. a lot of drinking. Yes. Yeah. But it's not just soul drinking by yourself on a couch. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we play music too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that, feels, that was very cathartic. Yeah. We'll do next episode all about everything we hate. <laughs> just, just to counterbalance. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking of things we hate, let's talk. TV time. What? And by that you mean favorite shows that we've been watching lately. (laughs) Yeah, it was almost, it was trying to do a transition, but it didn't quite work. Anyway, (laughs) we actually really love what we've been watching on TV. And it's been mostly Dragon's Den, right? Yes. Have we finished it now? I think we have two more episodes left. Score. We might finish those off tonight. Uh, Maybe during the week. I don't, I don't want to really watch any more TV today. Oh, well, all right then. <laughs> I'm going to have to find something else to watch today. But we're going to talk about TV anyway, because we've been watching a lot last week. And we've been picking up some really good quotes, because we always say that they have such eloquent or nice ways, or maybe rude ways, of shooting people down. And this time, we actually wrote one of them down. I wrote one of them down. Did okay, you write any down? No, because you're the one with a pad of paper beside you, so I assume you're writing them all down. <laughs> okay. okay, it's just you said we wrote down quotes, so I was like, okay, cool, she's got a couple too. No, I mean, like, no, I, I tapped have... you to be like, write it down. <laughs> I've only got one, and it's from uh, Manjeet. Awesome. So it's not from Joe. So it's not the relaxed guy saying something okay. incredibly uh, insulting in a very calm voice. This mm-hmm. is the uh, Indian descent, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh beer maker Manjeet who's yes brewmaster brewmaster who's very glorious but also very straightforward and I had said in the past on an episode I believe she's the most like Kevin O'Leary and you said well she's not that mean whatever blah 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 but it's true she's not that mean but Mm -hmm. of the five on the show Mm -hmm. I think she is the most direct Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know I wouldn't say it's mean but certainly the most she hasn't told anyone to burn any of their ideas The yet. most likely to um, express uh, dissatisfa- dissatisfaction with what they're doing. Okay. Um, and this happened specifically. I don't remember what the pitch was. Maybe you can help me with that. But uh, 
Her line was, "A good entrepreneur knows when to quit. Please quit and do something else." <laughs> um, do you remember what that was for?、Mm, no, I don't. Hmm. Not quite sure. <laughs> It's a good quote, though. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add for this week on Dragonson? You find anything cool during the pitches? I thought it was interesting that so we are part of a subscription service for a vegetable bag. Yeah. Every two weeks, it's called Fresh City Farms.、Um, they're really awesome. I think we've talked about them before, maybe a long time ago. Yeah, that's probably one of our first episodes.、Um, yeah. So you get a bag full of veggies.、Uh, right now, you can fully customize. The bags you can get whatever you'd like in it. They also have recipe bags where they give you a bag with everything you need to make a recipe, which is cool as well. I've found enough recipes that I kind of know what veggies I want,、um, so I just pick my veggies. But they're all organic,、um, pretty reasonably priced. I just go pick them up, and they did a pitch on Dragon's Den.、Um, so the guy came down. Unfortunately. He valued his company at three million dollars、yeah. when he only had a thousand people subscribed to this bag, <laughs> yeah, which was really ridiculous.、Um, but it was kind of neat just to see this the fresh behind city, the scenes, yeah, and see this fresh city bag there and see it like be presented. And they have their recipe cards and they're explaining how it works. And I'm like, this is what I tell people when they ask <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> what it is yeah, and what you do,、uh, and you're also seeing your product. Well, not your product, but the product you like、yeah. on TV now. Like it's like,、yes. oh, those are the bags they give us. Those are the freezer packs they give. Those are the recipes they give us.、Yeah. And now you're seeing, yeah, you know, Weckerly holding it and looking at it. And it's like,、mm-hmm. man, that's kind of surreal. It is.、Yeah. So unfortunately, he didn't get a deal, and I think it was mainly because the valuation was insane. Yeah. But also because they thought it was kind of a niche. Market of people who are very concerned about where their food came from, and we are that niche. And I guess we are that niche. And I'm sure they would have liked to grow the niche, or at least kind of gather more people that、mm-hmm. uh, follow that kind of、um, thinking or buying.、Um, but they just couldn't get around the valuation. They'd probably have to own like 75 to 80 of the company, yeah, in order to give him what he was looking for. Yeah,、um, one of the neat things also is、mm-hmm. we learned how low his margins are, so he's like not、oh, yeah. overcharging us. Yeah, not at kinda, all. It was kind of a neat thing. I was always thinking. I think I've shared this with you. I don't know if I shared it on the podcast, but I remember thinking, could you imagine like seeing your boss like coming on some of these shows and like they're pitching this and they're saying how much money he makes because、mm-hmm. they they share that with the dragons or how much they mark up the product、mm-hmm. and it's like. Oh yeah, we spend about you know five dollars on this thing, and we charge sixty dollars for it. And it's like, oh man, I buy those shirts all the time. That's horrible. They're ripping me off. But it's like, in this case, they are actually angry at him. They said your margins are terrible. Like you're、mm-hmm. not making enough off of this. And、yeah. I'm as a customer going, sweet, we're getting a good deal. <laughs> It's true because when I do go into the bigger grocery stores, and I feel like also the grocery stores near us might be a bit more expensive just because of location.、Um, but when they have organic produce, it seems way more expensive than than the regular stuff. I also don't, you know, like organic strawberries are like super expensive.、Um, some of those kind of organic products, I just don't purchase those. I'll go to pick my own strawberries、yeah. in a field. Um, that's how I get around that.、Yeah. So there are some organic products that are really expensive, but he's not charging very much more than a supermarket would. 
No. And possibly even less. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you caught it in the uh, presentation, and this is why I also think it fell flat on the dragons, is he's less about the business as he is about having an issue with the way the food industry is so Mm -hmm. horrible, and Mm -hmm. he wants to support Ontario farmers and stuff, Mm -hmm. like bring our produce and bring in that business again. So it's not about the lowest common denominator. It's not about making profitable food which mm-hmm. uses these machines and all these things and pesticides mm-hmm. and stuff that have really ruined the industry for us. And which is why I don't want to eat those vegetables from the grocery store mm-hmm. anymore either. And I do like our uh, recipe bag because, you know, it's much better on my colon. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> so, seem to be able to eat a lot more. So things. I'm like, I'm a totally supporter of this guy. And I do understand why Dragon's Den would be like, well, we don't see the business here because yes. it's not a business business. It's actually trying to save the way we consume food which Mm -hmm. you know you wish would be a good business but isn't Um, on the subject i was thinking i'm glad you brought this up fresh city farms i was thinking hey for dragon's den talk let's talk about how many products we have purchased or tried out because of the show because there seems to be a lot Mm -hmm. so i just wrote down a couple off the top of my head and maybe maybe you can think of some Okay. But just this week, I got uh, the Walter Caesar mix mm-hmm. because that was an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just discovered I don't know how to make a proper Caesar. So it wasn't very good. But uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, we got the Tentry mm-hmm. shirts. We have clothing from shirts. Tentry. Yep. Uh, that was a great company. That was uh, uh, their, their, their promotion was, I think they were also... I'm ridiculed on Dragon's Den, probably from Kevin O'Leary, where it's like not people people don't want to buy a T-shirt, and you say that every time you buy a T-shirt, they'll plant ten trees. That's just not going to go. Anywhere. And then I think Eileen was like, "No, no, this is a trend where it's mm-hmm. like social activism and being involved," and she totally could see. Yeah, so going. we've we've got a we got mm-hmm. a couple of those, and I purchased it as gifts as a too. Gift. Yeah, I've even seen it on other people too. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, wear my ten tree a lot on uh, my streams. To share that as well. Nice. Um, another thing, holy crap cereal. You bought it, yeah? Yeah, wasn't Would that good. <laughs> holy, oh, that's okay. Holy, eh, boring, <laughs> overpriced. Uh-huh. Can you think of any others? Um, that disc thing for your abs. That's, Dragon's Den. <laughs> that's, that's right, the that exercise is, thing. Yeah, the exercise thing. The dancer thing. guy has the, the, that spinny, is Dragon's Den. the spinny thing. I forget what that's even called. Mm, I'm trying to think. There's definitely probably other food products. Yeah, probably. That I may have tried. Um, there's a lot. There's a few things that I'm like, that would be super useful if I were a pregnant woman or a woman with a child, mm. which I'm not. So not as handy. Um, have I seen other things? Even like through the craft show, I believe I've seen some of the other like um, tonics or cordials that they've had on the show yeah. at the one of a kind show because they do the trade show yeah. type organic things. That's true. Mm-hmm. I know there's lots. I just can't think of them right right now. Mm-hmm. Was there were there f- other food products that we tried like chips or something? Tons. There's totally a ton of things we've tried. Mm -hmm. And usually they don't stick. That's the thing is I I remember most Mm -hmm. of the time it's like, holy crap, or Walter's Caesar's mix Mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, that's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Didn't really do it for me. But 
Um, I would like to try this popcorn that we saw. Mm -hmm. Or Bad Monkey or something? No, maybe it wasn't that one. There was a healthy one, a healthy chip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can actually eat the whole bag and it would still be decent calorie. Mm -hmm. Had a funny name. Yeah. I forget what it is. Got to find that one. Gave the wrong plug. (laughs) It wasn't the popcorn. (laughs) Though that looked delicious, too. Um, Yeah. Oh, there's been apps that I have downloaded that I've oh, seen yeah. on there. I got the, hockey sh- one. the Schnarped Hockey, yeah. which I don't, I don't use anymore. I'm not, that's not yeah. my thing. I'm, I'm like on Twitter more yeah. following the hockey players that way. Yeah. Um, so Schnarped, there was a fitness app recently that I actually thought was interesting, but I haven't oh. downloaded. Okay. You're going to check it out. Um, on with sharing videos. Yeah, probably. Um, was there another app? Well, there was oh, a delivery hand. one, which I thought was ridiculous and oh, wouldn't yes. go anywhere. Because if it had any traction, I would think that uh, Uber would just be like, hey, we're doing delivery too. And then that business would fall under immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, similarly, I was really surprised this week, I believe, on Dragon's Den, this guy was pitching an AR program, mm-hmm. augmented reality, in which it scanned a magazine page and it allowed you to uh, go to links or product things for mm-hmm. uh, stuff that appeared in the magazine. And I've seen this product mm-hmm. 15 20 times now in my my time at my my job and i i use variants of it all the time uh i was really surprised when michelle the the web marketer person had never seen this technology before and was totally blown away by it and accepted a incredibly high evaluation for a non (laughs) a non-impressive basic ar program which there are tons of Mm -hmm. my playstation vita does it you can scan cards and have the game pop out from real world. Huh? You can have a guy dive into uh, your your lake at the cottage if you wanted mm-hmm. by just placing a card near the lake and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, augmented reality is such an old technology. It's so weird to see it and uh, not see it demo very well and yet still get totally eaten up. Crazy. Mm, well, Those are my thoughts. Yep. That seems to be about it. All right, then. Mm-hmm. So this has been another episode of Ordinary Day. Yes. We hope you've had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And if you're American, enjoy your Thanksgiving in a month. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, as mentioned, we always like to thank Field Processor. And if you have questions, comments, topic ideas, you can send us an email at ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website, OrdinaryDay.ca, where you can find all our previous episodes. And this one will pop up shortly as well. <laughs> well, it'll be up when you hear it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, can't hear you can't hear it without it being up. Uh, man, can I just tell one more funny story? Yes, please. Yesterday, we were sitting on the couch watching the baseball game. And our family friend said, oh, it's easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And I'm like, that's a funny saying. I always say easy peasy pumpkin squeezy. <laughs> and she's like, why do you say pumpkin? And I'm like, I don't know. Because it's not very easy to squeeze a pumpkin. <laughs> no. I totally missed this conversation. That's weird. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. And we were honestly in gales of laughter. Because I was like, why do I say pumpkin? I guess because it's easy peasy. And I just wanted to say something with a P. So I yeah, picked but a pumpkin. I don't know which one's the right one, actually. It's lemon. Because it's easy peasy like squeezing a lemon. 
I've heard you say pumpkin squeezy then, because that sounds <laughs>、yeah. like it makes sense to me. But no, that doesn't make any sense. It's got a nicer、uh, staccato poetic sound to it,、uh-huh. I think, just because of the lettering.、Mm-hmm. But,、uh, anyways, wow. Just、uh, you know, to leave you with a final thought. Yes. On expressions. <laughs> and I will just say pumpkin squeezy all the time. <laughs> okay, that's all. <laughs> pumpkin smashy. Alrighty. So, until next time. Take one more for the road. <laughs> <laughs>